0: Welcome to Battle of the Mind. My name is Taylor Masusi, and I'm here to help you address your limiting beliefs, manifest your dreams into a reality, and find tools that work for you. If you're here, it means that you're ready to kick your inner critic to the curb, step into your authentic self, and find your superpower. I'm here to help you unpack your past as it reflects into the future, find and use tools to support you, and become the badass that you are. Think of this podcast as your go-to self-care formula for all things growth, empowerment, awareness, mindfulness, and so much more. I'm here to help you step into your power. If you're ready for abundance, alignment, and acceptance, then this is the right place for you. Welcome to Battle of the Mind, and let's get started in today's episode. Today's podcast guest is another coach who I'm so excited for you guys to meet. We will get into her momentarily, but I would like to discuss how we met. We met through another course. Yes, coaches always continue their education because we're always growing as human beings. We are always growing and evolving. And coaches, they are always in a community where they are growing. So we met in a Academy called Fierce Business Academy with Melissa Lynn, where we were learning about how to serve and sell these amazing packages to people who need support. And that's what coaching is coaching is support. So I'm excited to get deeper into what our journeys look like, specifically with today's host. She is big on healing and discovering who she is after trauma. She did uncover a lot of work done throughout healing her past, and I'm not going to give too much away, so let's just get into the episode. Hey guys, we have Mahi Amin here with us. Mahi, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself.
1: Wow, that was quick. I didn't expect it to be that quick. (laughs) So let me start with introducing myself. Um, It's Mahi Amin. And uh, I come from a Middle Eastern or Arabic culture background. I've been traveling all over the world, over 54 countries, as far as I remember. That was my profession in the past. But Mm. there was a massive shift has happened, apparently it just happened very synchronized with the pandemic in 2020, when I started to really uh, think of shifting my career and look for something that I'm passionate about instead, as I experienced a burnout from my previous job. Mm. which I was doing for the past seven years, which is a flight attendant. That's why I was traveling a
2: lot.
1: Long story short, I started my awakening uh, journey in 2020 and I have finally found my passion into serving and helping others, um, mainly abused women, but not exclusively. And I continue to do so through coaching, writing, and public speaking. Mm.
0: Wonderful, amazing things. I want to hear more about the burnout that you said you experienced um for 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 as long as I uh, remember, I
1: was in love with my job. I had two dreams when I was young mm-hmm. to become a flight attendant to see the seas and travel around the world and eat every single Type of main dish in each and every <laughs> capital of a, every city and island. I'm a foodie. <laughs> I <have> a confession. <laughs> and the second one is becoming a Hollywood star, like mm-hmm. actress mm-hmm. or uh, like some sort, because I, I love doing all of these uh, ar- artistic and creative things. So the first part has been accomplished, as you know, for now. And I was traveling, like the first five years were fun. Mm -hmm. Like I was doing everything that I just mentioned. But then at the end, the flying hours started to increase and I started to uh, lose passion Mm -hmm. for what I used to call my favorite job ever before.
2: Mm.
1: And I I started to get tired. I'm usually my default mood is really, really energetic and positive person. Mm -hmm. But I started to really... Uh, have so many hours of sleep which I never do Mm. uh, to recover I started to feel a bit down low vibrational energy uh, the first stages of uh, depression as well Mm. I would wake up in the morning to get ready for my flight crying in tears Mm. even though it's my favorite destination no matter where the destination is I was really depleted my energy was depleted I started to uh, bring it up and uh, it started to affect my personal relationship and uh, relationships in general, not only intimately, but with uh, friends, because I I didn't have energy to do anything with yeah. them. You know, mm-hmm. my creative mode dropped down. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't think of anything. I felt depleted, mm. uh, if anything.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you for sharing that. Before we dive too much deeper, I do just want to have a little bit of an icebreaker question with your flight attendant experience with traveling. What was your favorite location and why? That is a very tough question, guys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It really depends. Like It it depends on my mood. Mm -hmm. Uh, It depends on uh, the season. It depends on what I want at that moment. If I want food, I would say maybe Asia, India. It's part of Asia as well. Italy, um, some other European destinations. I cannot say there is one favorite. It, it mm-hmm. it's, it's not really sitting right in my head. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have. It, it, it really depends on what I'm passionate about most at that right moment. Mm-hmm. But mainly, I used to love traveling to Asia, which is a good reason why I live in Bali now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: The the way you answer that is so perfect because I always like to say, I can't have a favorite of anything. I like so many different things. I don't like being put the one category of a favorite. So. You answered that yeah. so perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> because
1: we are we are always in constant change, mm-hmm. especially our emotions. Mm-hmm. Nothing stays the same. It's the law of nature. Mm-hmm. And if you just say there is a specific one thing that you keep or wanting to do over and over and over, you're not giving a space for growth or creativity or exploration for anything mm. other than the very much thing. Like, mm-hmm. Like I will, I want to wear the same white t-shirt every day. It's very rare. I've, like I've heard stories, but it's very rare to find someone wants to wear the same white t-shirt every day. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean,
0: yeah, definitely. So what made you connect and want to stay in Bali?
1: Very good question.
0: So I've, I've grown uh, in
1: two main, like grown and lived in two uh, main big busy cities that they are disconnected from nature, let's call it. Mm. So I grew up in Cairo and then I moved to Dubai. Both of them are very busy big cities and I really wanted to connect to nature. I don't know, my body might see at that moment, (laughs) I wanted (laughs) to really connect to nature, beach, ocean. Uh, watching surfers i'm not a surfer because every time um somebody hears about bali they think that i'm a surfer or something i love the gym i love working out at the gym Mm -hmm. i love nature i love watching surfers (laughs) my (laughs) to-do list is to maybe try it once hopefully soon Mm -hmm. but after my awakening journey Mm -hmm. uh I would say i have made redundant basically when straight after like everything started to snowball like uh, in my life you know mm. and unfolds in a very uh unexpected interesting way mm-hmm. an exciting way as well so i never wanted to really live in dubai dubai it's not my city to live in and I was literally living there for seven years because I was not living there I was always on standby you know
2: Mm -hmm.
1: always traveling and stuff and uh, after COVID hit traveling was the biggest thing to be affected Mm -hmm. and uh, we were a big fleet like I was working with Emirates Airlines and we were a very very big major fleet Hmm. So they had to let go of almost half of the crew, and I was one of them. Wow, yes, and I didn't know where to go until Bali basically called me hmm. like Bali invited me It came in the middle of no- nowhere over a night, over a conversation with a friend. Where would you want to live and i said i i don't want to continue living in Dubai." I certainly don't want to go back to Cairo. I want to continue uh, because I was in the process of uh, editing my book and publishing it at that time. Mm -hmm. And I want to connect to nature to be more creative and be able to do all of this process. Mm. And Bali came up just like that. You know what? I know someone who just went to Bali and lived there. I'm like, I don't know anyone there. That's a completely stranger. Yes, he's an an ex-colleague, but okay. So, long story short, we just made it and happened and i came here
0: wow that's amazing so you did briefly touch about your book so what inspired you to write it
1: i had a very very clear focused goal Mm -hmm. i wanted to write my first book before i hit 30
0: Mm. and i
1: wanted to write it and, and 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 finish it as a birthday gift to myself
0: oh i love that
1: um and i had that idea before um signing up for my coaching training but after my coaching training i had even bigger goal which was serving and inspiring people and share the amount of information that I have been exposed to. And I'm like, how on earth not everyone knows about it? Mm -hmm. I want everyone to know what I know now. Mm -hmm. And it was even a bigger motive for me. Mm. And after my training, I really removed uh, so many layers of onions about myself and about my healing journey Mm. and process. And that made me have the confidence know my unlimited potential Mm. and ability to finish and finalize what i have uh, intended to do Mm -hmm. because when i had this intention i was already 29 plus few months like i had i had only between four to six months so i was almost really 30 Mm. so time was tight you know and I, i ended up because of because i had a focus I had I had an intention, I put a focus on it and committed to my intention. I wrote down my, my first book within 6 weeks, 5 to 6 weeks, and I wrote 40,000 words.
0: Wow. That is so mind-blowing. I have to like commend you to that cuz that is such a short period of time and people don't understand that the writing process really does unpack a lot for yourself and while you're writing you might be uncovering things you didn't know were there <laughs>
1: exactly exactly it is it is that it is 100% that and i was not only doing the writing i was also reading and doing a lot of research at the same mm-hmm. time and at the same time i was doing my healing process and i was observing the information and the amount of knowledge that it just has been Uh, exposed to from Mm -hmm. my coaching so it was a lot of things but I wanted to take this mental state that I was at at that time to really put it out in that book that's why it's very special book uh, to me Mm
2: -hmm.
0: at
1: least
2: (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. yeah I am just so blown away with you're just, like, hitting the nail on the head with everything you're saying with your book process. Like, it all resonates with me so much, like, on such a deep level because you resonate with me because your story, um, it, it hits home in different ways, not specifically the similar story, but, you know, the feelings and things like that come out the same way. Um, so, How? Huh? How? I so, want to know. I'm curious. Yeah. In relation to your book. Yeah. So, um, it was just there was when I was writing as well, like I said, like a lot of things were coming up that I didn't know was there. So there was some childhood abuse I didn't know was there. And it started to come out. I'm just like, wait a minute. That's not true. That didn't happen. And then the more like I'd sit with it and I'd sit with it. I'm just like, I don't even know like how to react to it. So I like, I had to really put a pause for like a week with my writing. And I was just like, there's something here. I'm not going to be able to unpack it while my goal is to get this book out. So I have to focus on the book. And then after I finished, I was like, now I have to unpack a little bit of what was coming out. So the fact that you were able to heal while writing, like I commend you to that so much. Thank Thank you. I'm
1: sure the writing process itself and correct me if I'm mistaken the writing process itself to let it out and express it, it was part of mm-hmm. the process of healing.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Like it was already there, you you had the intention and you put it there and mm-hmm. you let it out, whether mm-hmm. in words, whether in emotions, whether in healing, it means that it brought itself out to you mm-hmm. for a reason and for your awareness to keep going on it so that the healing process probably uh, started while you were writing, I would mm-hmm. assume.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did put it that way cuz writing is just like it's just like journaling. And I had to pick out the parts that actually was for the book and separate what parts were just for me. I had to have my editor. They were like, "You're you're writing in two different ways, so we had to distinguish what was actually for wow. me and what was, yeah. So you wow. said that so perfectly. I completely actually forgot about that, but um my mentor did have to call me out on it because I was struggling to decipher what the difference was um
1: very interesting yes i'm pretty sure i've done something like that the process is it's not easy but it's very exciting mm-hmm. it's very very exciting mm-hmm. like I, I i can't put it in words i would say each and every one of us has a book hmm that was my first time by the way to ever write something like yes I would journal and everything but I never wrote a book or like some articles or anything that was Mm -hmm. my first hand experience especially Mm. that it was in English and English is not my first language oh wow yeah yeah God bless the editor probably she had to deal with a lot of grammar issues in there but (laughs) I mean like it was I promise you, and you know, like, I, I'm, I'm talking in regards to the audience, like, mm-hmm. whoever hears that. Guys, I promise you, if you have the intention, and you put a commitment to your intention, you can achieve miracles in no time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: In no time. Just put the intention and believe that you have it already. Mm-hmm. If I can do it, Anybody else can. Mm
2: -hmm. I'm
1: no special from any of us. Mm -hmm. Nothing. The only difference, I had the focus on my intention and my eyes didn't drift away from my intention. Mm -hmm. I didn't get distracted. Thanks to COVID, by the way. Mm -hmm. Really thanks to it. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) So I want to hear more about, you said it, your spiritual awakening. For people who don't know what that journey is like, could you share about that?
1: yes of course Mm -hmm. so i was i was distracted because obviously my previous lifestyle was very addictive and very superficial Mm
2: -hmm. uh you
1: you you literally can go from at this like a continent to another to just have your pasta in in the center of uh, rome and then you go uh, watch hamilton show in chicago in the same week you know Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and you dress up you just do nothing the only thing your main concerns is basically waking up early which is not easy so hard Mm -hmm. i've never my body never adopted into it and then you just uh worry about if you have enough food or chicken or beef option for your passengers and then you land and you enjoy the rest of your life so your brain doesn't really work much
2: Mm
1: -hmm. and in during the burnout just before it, I was looking for my purpose. What do I need to do? Like now, probably it's time to fulfill my second dream, which is becoming a, uh, becoming an actress in Hollywood. But I never went to attend a class.
2: Mm-hmm. I never
1: went to try something, and I keep saying to myself, "I'm I'm a nature or I'm I'm a natural. Uh, once you put me in front of a camera, forget about it. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll be super superstar already. Mm-hmm. I don't need." a class I don't need to practice or anything it's in my nature anyway Mm -hmm. but I never had the passion as I would to search on how relationships work why we feel in relationships Mm -hmm. what love means and I could lose myself for hours and sometimes days that would be my biggest motive to lift my head off the pillow Mm
2: -hmm.
1: apart from coffee for sure but (laughs) I mean like yeah. it was it was really driving me and motivating me to know how the brain works how the how, how we behave as humans why we do the things we do what is ego what is all that and i was very into it and then i had a breakup in 2019 mm-hmm. i was engaged and uh, it was it was the first longest real relationship for me interestingly enough mm-hmm. uh, and after that I say enough is enough and I don't want to repeat the same pattern of uh, unhealthy relationships again mm-hmm. we were not compatible and I knew it from the beginning That I don't know why did I get indulged into it and I ended up hitting the wall mm-hmm. so why would we do that
2: mm-hmm. I want
1: to learn more about relationships I don't want to go through this pain again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I started learning more, started discovering more. And the more I dig deeper, the more I know, the more I realize that I don't know. Like, I know nothing, Jones know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I go dig deeper and deeper and deeper until the moment I just found myself fully in.
0: Mm-hmm. So, your journey with coaching, how has that transformed your life?
1: it did transform my life and it continues to do so
2: mm-hmm.
1: it helped me with my conditioning as a start so the relationships that I was attracting into my life it was based on what kind of relationships I grew up around or I've seen mm-hmm. and I grew up in a very toxic environment very mm-hmm. very toxic very abusive I was uh, abused sexually at a very young age, very young age, starting five or six, something like that, sexually, physically, emotionally, mentally, all type of mixed and mixtures of abuse, basically a cocktail. Let's mm-hmm. call it.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, it was it was it was not easy, really, but I was not able to even talk about uh, talk about it or speak up for myself uh, up until I was 18 years of age. When I said enough is enough, it was out of anger. you know people break through their patterns and their old identity or whatever they are uh, submissive to words in a peak moment.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And this peak moment is the actual drastic change they are going through.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: this peak moment could be absolutely pleasurable, so coming out of absolute euphoria or happiness or absolute pain.
2: Mm -hmm. and mine was anger Mm -hmm.
1: and I broke through it and uh, in order for you to heal that there are two options maybe or there are so many ways but Mm -hmm. it's either like the old fashioned therapy Mm -hmm. or coaching the new thing now Mm -hmm. and I have tried uh, therapy before Mm -hmm. and it didn't really um, work with me as coaching, yeah. therapy could uh, people could stay in therapy for years and not knowing what has changed and what has not uh, psychology for me didn't work best, especially when they were uh trying to or keep making me dwell on the problem over mm-hmm. and over and repeat it again like guys you i'm you're torturing me here, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that's not pretty. Mm-hmm. But with coaching, and especially the tools and the techniques that I have been exposed to, it was mind-blowing. <sighs> I, I, I couldn't even put it in words. If, mm-hmm. if I would put it in word, it would be magic. Yeah. It was
2: magical. Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, uh, have you ever heard of NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming?
0: I've heard a little bit about it, but I'm not uh, super knowledgeable of it. So, this is basically a a technique
1: or a tool that is very powerful when you're using it right Mm
2: -hmm. okay
1: and this technique is used or this tool is used to reprogram the mind of the old programming like you know the mind mapping have you heard of this expression Mm -hmm. before so basically the old map is not working anymore and if you continue using this map you're going to receive the same results because Mm -hmm. there is only final destination from that map Mm -hmm. in order for you to create new results new reality new circumstances you have to break from this past Mm -hmm. right or you have to interrupt this pattern or erase this map and create a new one Mm So when we are doing this, while we're still having some sort of attachment or emotions towards the past experiences, especially when they are negative, such Mm -hmm. as anger, fear, hurt, uh, sadness, or guilt, you're going to be stuck somehow to the old map. Mm -hmm. So what NLP does, along with a very, very powerful tool called Timeline Paradigm, it takes you to through time okay this technique combined with the linguistics the right linguistics for the brain because surprisingly enough we're using in our daily basis like i don't want to call it harmful but somehow very um not the right words or linguistics for our brain to understand Mm -hmm. for instance i can go so deep there but i know we're a bit tight with time so i will just highlight the things that i can see that it may serve uh, you guys as as best with the short period uh, of time so basically i take or i like to to be able to do these techniques on somebody or become a practitioner i had to experience it myself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i had to go through time my timeline create my own timeline i have to go through the time and remove the negative emotions that it's attached to the past experiences such as mm. abuse for instance so what i do is or what i did is i went back and i removed the emotion so the memory is there I can remember the memory. It's still there. It happened in my timeline, but there is no emotions there.
2: Mm.
1: Very neutral. Mm -hmm. When you remember it, you don't feel the heartache anymore. You don't feel the anger or the frustration anymore. You don't feel the shame, which we usually carry unfortunately, even though we're the victims at that time. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And when you are detaching from this emotion, You can create the map easily and effortlessly to create a new neural connection in your brain that has different beliefs than the other limiting beliefs that identify us with the old story that we kept telling ourselves and create the new one Mm -hmm. and with the power of this magnificent techniques along with hypnosis there are so many ways you create a brand new reality that's why my life has changed drastically straight after my training as i mentioned mm-hmm. moved from dubai changed my career became full-time uh, uh, coach moved to my dream destination living the best life i could ever ask for forever grateful yet i'm not flower power and the universe is just the blessing news is the universe will present to us whatever we need
2: mm-hmm. at that
1: moment to heal or needs our attention or awareness so I've been through so many uh, uh, difficulties let's call it challenges, mm-hmm. a lot of painful lessons as well, but because of the coaching that I did and I'm continue doing and I will continue doing, I have the knowledge, the strength the wisdom to handle those. Situations or challenges to make them serve may not work against me. Mm-hmm. I hope that makes sense and it wasn't too long or I shifted
0: away. No, that was that was perfect. That I resonate with not having the best experience with therapy. So when you went this route, I was like, oh, I'm interested to see like what I'm going to be learning about. So thank you for that. I'm also... In- intrigued what is your like go-to tool um when it comes to healing
1: there are so many tools i would say the best tool is your intuition
0: mm, love that mm.
1: yes best tool i've ever been introduced to is my intuition and i believe the same for each and everyone mm-hmm that this tool is very powerful because it identifies where is the problem. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Is there is actually a problem or there is a fear based emotion coming up from past experience that is bringing you to the past or it's making a relationship to what you're experiencing now or what you may be afraid to experience in the future based on those emotions or those fears, or there is something actually there that needs to be worked on, or it's not genuinely serving you. Mm -hmm. Your intuition will elicit Mm -hmm. what needs to be worked on. Mm -hmm. And then you go with the right technique accordingly. Mm -hmm. And it could be so many, because there are so many techniques and tools. Mm -hmm. My best ones, the ones that I mentioned, NLP, and timeline, paradigm techniques, Mm -hmm. and hypnosis. Okay.
0: So for people who don't know what intuition is, could you explain to them what that is?
1: Intuition is basically the gut feelings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The things that it's felt but unseen. Mm -hmm. It's like your sensory is indicating something to you, and you're feeling it, without being panicking mm. over it. Panic is coming from fear, coming from, I, I really uh, do my best to not to use the word trauma because trauma, to, the, that's in relation to the, the linguistics as well. Mm. When you use the word trauma, you're telling your body or your brain that you're traumatized or there is something dangerous, you don't need to go there. That is why I always Mm. use past experience or conditioning and and so on because those things had to happen even though it might be horrific at that time but I wouldn't be able to help abused women at that moment if I didn't experience it myself, for instance, you know. Mm. So intuition is something that tells you you're you're calm, you're at peace and you know that this isn't for you. It's Mm. just a gut feeling that comes up to you and tells you "Ah, that ain't right for me. You know, mm-hmm. when you see, like, uh, a fruit bowl or or a food, for instance, and you look at it and you're not sure, if, I'm not sure if that will be a good fit for my stomach now. Mm-hmm. And you sometimes close one eye on it and you eat it and you run to the toilet. That's where your intuition <laughs> was telling you, please don't go there. Yeah, you know? yeah.
0: So what is the number one takeaway you want the listeners to get out of this conversation?
1: Um, it depends what they really need. Like, like what, what, what is the main purpose of this podcast? What, what is the main message that you want to share, for instance? Share with me a subject and I can definitely uh, share with you one intake.
0: So the overall goal for me is to make people question what they currently know. So that's like, you know, they identify with this because maybe they were told to be that forever. But I want them to really do the self-inventory, self-question, discovering themselves type of thing. So that's the goal of having so many people come onto this podcast. Because maybe not all the speakers are going to resonate with them. So I need to have more people so then they can hit those landing spots for those people. Perfect. I would say
2: um,
1: something very interesting. <clears throat> I always sum it up in a quick story, and I will do my best to make it even quicker. <laughs> um, this story basically sums up what we have right now and where is it coming from and how we can change it. hmm what we need to do to change it basically Mm -hmm. so now before after and what we need to do about it Mm
2: -hmm.
1: each and every one of us has a result in our life right Mm -hmm. whether it's health bank account relationships um physical appearance like everything in our life is a result Mm
2: -hmm.
1: okay and those results are not ourselves; we're not our results, mm. however, we had to do something and don't do something in order or don't do something in order for us to achieve this this result mm. right mm-hmm. and and we can call this a behavior we had to behave or not to behave in order for us to have this result mm-hmm. so the say someone wants to uh, go to work in the morning. I know that working at home is the is is a massive thing in the moment but let's say go to the old habits that someone wants to wake up and go to work in order for them to reach this result to be at work at 9 a.m let's go let's say they had to behave or not to behave whether to have this result so they had to behave like move from bed okay uh, do something
2: Mm -hmm.
1: which is doing part do something and get dressed, get ready, drive and go to work or continue sleeping and don't go to work.
2: Mm.
1: OK, that's basically a behavior. But where is this behavior coming from? Right, right. The behavior comes from our mental state or state of mind, as we call it.
2: Mm.
1: Had to be mentally prepared to wake up and move ourselves from bed so we can go to work right but again where does this mental state come from Mm
2: -hmm. and that is the
1: main main deep question mental state comes from our conditioning Mm
2: -hmm. what we
1: have been conditioned what we have learned our characteristic and conditioning basically is formed interestingly enough is formed from age zero to seven. Mm-hmm. The moment we're seven years of age. This is when our conditioning. Which is the subconscious mind.
2: Mm-hmm. The
1: subconscious mind is being created. From age zero to seven. Mm-hmm. And it runs the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm.
2: That is why.
1: Uh, I don't remember the name of it, of, of, of that guy. I think, I think he was a monk. And he said give me a child. From age zero to seven. And you will have a completely different man or something like you will have a man or you have a person because this is the main formative uh, ages of a child Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: and it runs over 97% of our daily behaviors by the way Mm. so in order for us to change a lot of people they are trying to change consciously and that is why it's so hard i don't want to call it impossible but it's so hard and takes a lot of time and effort
2: mm-hmm. because
1: imagine that you're trying to change less than three percent of your daily behavior and leaving the 97 percent.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: the mind mapping the old map that you're running by that's why most of us or average human being is walking through autopilot
2: mm-hmm. so in
1: order for you to change, you need to know where is this belief or perception or the things that you believe is true for you come from in the first place before you start challenging them
2: mm-hmm.
1: the moment you know where do they come from you start to know why do you need to challenge them because most of them are actually not ours not yours not mine because basically the 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 subconscious mind is, is being created and it, it runs like our characteristic traits, our uh, behaviors, the language we speak, um, our belief system, our concept about ourselves and the world around us. And all of these things has been learned through other people,
2: mm-hmm. not
1: through us. Mm-hmm. So in order for you to change something, you need to know where is it coming from. And if it's genuinely yours or been adopted through somebody else. Mm. And once you know that, you start to, if, if it doesn't serve you well, if your life is perfect and you don't have any problem with your life and you're happy in each and every area, then do what you're doing. It means that you're doing great. You're doing something right. If you want to change something in your life, then you have to break this cycle. Mm. You have to interrupt this pattern. Mm-hmm. And I always say the best way to do that, you will need five C's, okay. coaching, consistency, mm-hmm. commitment, contribution, and connection, mm, connection beautiful. in relation to the environment that people are surrounded by and so on. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that is beautiful. I love the way you said that. Like... Those five C's, I, I never realized how present they are in my life. But when you defined it that way, I was like, you know what? That is definitely accurate. <laughs> but yes, breaking the cycle and interrupting yeah. it. Yeah. So yes. to close this conversation, if you were to, since you're an author as well, if you were to title this part of your life from your book publishing to now, what would it be?
2: Hmm.
1: From that moment that the book is published or from the moment the book is started to be written?
0: From when it was published to now. Uh
1: Until now. If I want to title this period of my life. Yeah, as if it it was a chapter. Hmm. Wow, very interesting question. I like that question. (laughs) I really like it. Um, It will... B, because I, want, I, I, would, I would write something in relation to learning, or I, I would say basically, I don't know what I don't know. Mm. That, would be, that would be the title. Mm. I don't know what I don't know.
0: Mm. Beautiful. So I would love for you to share with the listeners where they can get connected with you.
1: They can definitely get connected with me through my Instagram or my website. So my website is uh, com, and my Instagram, it's mahiamine. Uh, they can reach out through email they can find all the details actually on Instagram mm-hmm. and they can definitely order my book which is very helpful that goes into so many details in relation to what we have talked about uh, the upbringing how the culture is, uh, and environment is affecting uh, us in a massive way mm-hmm. and in relation to our subconscious mind some facts about it how deep it is it's sharing some scientific facts in relation to what we do and how we do it and why we do it as well and a beautiful uh very simple and yet deep way that actually inspires them and shows them a very uh interesting to-do list let's call it uh-huh. that they can pick pieces and parts of it that fits with their life and everything so they can definitely get the book it's very 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 helpful very 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 fun i really like it not because i wrote it it's genuinely <laughs> helping and mm-hmm. it helped me a lot it helped me a lot throughout the process of editing and publishing mm-hmm. it for sure so you can get it um, on amazon barnes and novel kindle and um, yeah apple books and the book called life as we don't know
2: it mm.
1: Hmm. Life as we don't know it.
0: Hmm.
1: And they can still find the link on my Instagram as well. Mm-hmm.
0: And I will be putting all of these links as well in the description so they can click through there as well. But thank you so much for coming on and sharing a little bit about you, your story, and your journey with us.
1: My absolute pleasure. I really thank you, Taylor, for taking the time, being creative, and spreading the love and share. And I really appreciate what you're doing. Really, it's amazing. I wish you all the best with everything.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mahi, for coming on to the podcast. I know that she not only educated me, but she will educate you all with what she shared. So if you'd like to get connected with her, the links are below. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. And if you are interested in learning more about self-discovery and things like that, My Solo Love Society will be starting on May 1st. And if you want to know more about that, you can feel free to slide into my DMs and ask me about that. I will be sharing more about that throughout the month of April. So stay tuned and I will be sharing as much as I can with you before the final launch. Thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode of Battle of the Mind. Please keep in mind, if you did enjoy this episode, please let me know. You can leave a review. You can screenshot and share to your socials and tag me so that I can see the impact it's making for you. You can just slide into my DMs on any of my socials. The links will be in the description. I would love to get connected with you and hear how these episodes are making an impact in your life. Again, just thank you so much for bringing me along in your day. I appreciate you. I am grateful for you. And I'm excited for you to make these shifts for yourself so that you can create a life you love. If you would like more support in any of the things we're talking about on the podcast, please feel free to visit the website website. It is www.tthelevelupcoach.com. There are so many goodies there for you guys. I have quick, easy, accessible downloads for you guys, from affirmations to mantras, so much more. Please use those. They are created for you to support you and help you create a alignment with yourself, create an abundance in your life, and to accept yourself as you are. I am sending you so much love this week, and I cannot wait for the next episode. Until then, bye!